episode is in partnership with Dynavax, the makers of Hepless B, Hepatitis B vaccine, recombinant, adjuvanted. There are many ways we catch up with our kids, and now there's an important way to catch up to our kids with Hepless B. Learn more and get caught up today at heplisavb.com. That's H-E-P-L-I-S-A-V-B.com. Hey guys, it's Mom Taraj, the podcast about being a mom that thinks that most mom stuff is super boring. So we created our own posse. I'm Ashley. And I'm Carrie, and we are ready to walk you down the red carpet of motherhood. Hello, friends. Hello. I'm speaking like an NPR person because I have a migraine. We've got a great show for you today. Pharmacist Bonnie Hui Callahan will be here talking about a couple of ways we as moms can take better care of ourselves and therefore lead by example for our kids. I forget about that kind of self-care. Not just like take a bubble bath. Might I say radical self-care. Truly. And then we're going to talk about things that we're just over. We're done with it. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to see it. I'm done. And then as always, we have our hashtag swag bag, but up next, the highs and the lows. The other day, I took Sebastian to his big boy hip-hop class. He came running out of class, and I said, Sebastian, go get your water bottle. He goes and he gets it, and he goes, Penelope, your water bottle is in the classroom. Go get it, Penelope. And I said, wow, that was really nice of you to look out for your friend Penelope. And he goes, well, she's not Willie, my friend, Mama. And I said, oh, well, it seemed like she was your friend. And he goes, Mama, we should be kind to everybody. And I was just like, sometimes I just feel like I'm doing my job right. A lot of times I do don't, but every once in a while, <laughs> I feel like I'm doing it right. Good job, Mom. Thank you. I don't know if I should be taking credit for it, but I'm going to. You should. You birthed him from your body. Yeah, and where else did he learn it? My lows are my house just cannot stay clean. I grew up in a house where it was me and my mom and my dad, and my dad always grew up in a house of women. I never dealt with toilet seats staying up or pee all over the place or general frat conditions. I'm a little bit shocked because Matt seems like a clean gentleman. He is decently clean, but I'll tell you, he doesn't like putting things away. He doesn't like having places for things. He just doesn't have as much stuff. It is around and our son doesn't like cleaning up after himself. And this weekend, I got so in the zone to clean the house and get everything prepared for fall and to be ready to go with work. And then yesterday, it kind of all just went down the tube because my house is a mess again. It bothers me. There's always pee in the toilet. It is never flushed. That would bother me. The seat is always up. In the middle of the night, I often fall into the toilet. Oh, I hate that. You first know it when you sit and it's a little bit cold. No, my butt just falls in. It doesn't touch water. I have said to Matt throughout the years of us being together, 10 plus at this point, hey, could you put the toilet seat down? I don't want to fall in. And he goes, well, why can't you just look? And I said, why can't you just just put the toilet seat down. It's just as easy as looking. Yes. The nice thing is, in his old age, he's starting to sit when he pees. I don't know if he wants that to be public knowledge, but it is now. Lee's not one of those people, but I've dated at least three men that exclusively sat down for everything. I, in my 20s, dated a guy who did that, and I just thought that was the weirdest thing. But now as I am also aging, I'm discovering it's not that weird. This was just a episode of Bling Empire, making the man pee sitting down. Well, they ran out of content, huh? <laughs> <laughs> All right, what are yours? My highs is that 
my dreams have come true. There actually is a shark on the highway during the hurricane in Florida. Now, we've seen the meme falsely generated during every hurricane. It's an edited photo in the past. This is real. There's a real shark on the flooded highway. What's next, Sharknado? I'm here for it. I'm so excited by this. It makes my day. I'm just tickled pink. The destruction is really, really bad, though. I know. Sanibel Island, where I was just on that vacation with my friend, is like gone. If you're listening to us from Florida, we're thinking of you. I didn't mean to have it be a high that you're in trouble. Just having a shark on the highway is very exciting. My other high is I was at my mom's last night. My Uncle Jimmy, he helped raise me. He's very close to me. Came over to say hello and bring Luna shoes, as any good uncle would do. Luna was like, I love you so much. Can I marry you? Are you married? And he's like, no, I am not. And then he goes, well, Luna, I have to tell you something before we get married. I'm a queen. And she goes, oh, that's great. I love queens. I'm a princess. And then she's like, I, Luna Mars, take you, Uncle Jimmy, to be my husband. She was wearing her bell costume. It could not be cuter. He was like, oh, I would love to marry you. And she's like, oh, that's great. That is so great. That's so cute. My lows are that I have a migraine and I always have a migraine in the same spot all the time. And it's just annoying. My other low is that I just feel like our entire household has been bitten by a tsetse fly and we all have sleeping sickness. Do tsetse flies do that? I think that's how you get sleeping sickness. And I'm not a scientist, let me tell you. You're not? We have all been going to bed at like 7.30 p.m., sleeping through our alarm and waking up at like 8.15 when Luna has to be out the door at 8.45. And this has been happening for like a week now. All three of us are just so incredibly tired. And I hate to be that girl that always blames astrological stuff, but I have been seeing from my- I was just about to go there. From all my astrology friends that this is an energy drain time. Even Lee's like, what is wrong with us? I was like, do we need iron? What is happening? One of the astrology gals on the tickety talks, they basically were like, Libra new moon is coming and here's who this is going to work for. And Virgos were one of them. And if I may say so, I have had a hell of a week. Next up, Bonnie Hui Callahan. As moms, we get so caught up in taking care of everyone else that we very often forget or neglect ourselves. And you know that we at Momtrage very much believe that in order to take care of everyone else, you need to take care of yourself. Plus, it's important for your kids to see that all the things you do for them, you do for yourself too. So here, for your seasonal reminder of the things you should have on your self-care to-do list is pharmacist mother, member of the group Pharmacist Moms, founder of the Clinician Leader, and spokesperson for Heplasav B, Hepatitis B Vaccine, Recumbent, Adjuvanted, Bonnie Hui Callahan. Welcome, Bonnie. Thank you so much. It's such a pleasure to be here with you today. Thank you so much for joining us, Bonnie. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what Pharmacist Moms is all about? Absolutely. Like many moms, we wear a lot of different hats because we juggle a lot of different things. So first and foremost, I am a mother of four young kids, ages two through nine. I am also a pharmacist, like you mentioned. I've been practicing pharmacy for over 12 years now in a variety of different settings, including retail pharmacy, pharmacy education, career coaching, and managed care. And currently I work as a 
pharmacist building clinical programs in a health tech startup. I'm also the proud founder of The Clinician Leader. We are a digital course and coaching company focused on clinicians and helping them hone in on their leadership skills. And of course, I'm a member of Pharmacist Moms. Pharmacist Moms is a community of women that started on Facebook. I personally joined over five years ago. And since that time, it's actually grown to over 45,000 members. And it is the official advocacy group for pharmacist women in the United States. I personally joined to find a group of like-minded women who were just trying to figure out how to be moms every day and how to be pharmacists. And believe it or not, there truly is a unique niche of people that meet each other because we have very interesting issues and challenges that we face every day as pharmacist moms. So it's been a really great support group to be a part of. So Momtourage has what we call our Momtourage ethos or core tenets. And it's all of our beliefs about motherhood, such as you were a woman with goals and aspirations before you became a mother and you should continue to foster those goals and aspirations or all mothers are working mothers. One of those is how truly important it is to take care of yourself and for your children to see that because you're effectively teaching them by example. But it gets so hard when you have so many different things on your plate. So as someone in the medical field and a mother yourself, what are your thoughts on that? I love this question. I know firsthand, like many mothers do, what it's like to not be in the healthiest place and how that in turn affects your whole household, including your children, especially. Earlier this year, I got hit by the stomach bug. Our whole family did. One of my kids brought it home. I got it for the next 24 hours. And when the mom's not healthy, we can't in turn help anybody. Within those 24 hours, my whole household fell apart. So it was just such a good reminder for me. I need to do my best to be as healthy as I can be. While I couldn't really control getting the stomach bug, there are things I can do from a prevention standpoint to make sure that I stay as healthy as possible and not develop chronic conditions down the line. From that standpoint, I really value healthy living. That's a really broad term, but what that means for me is two things. One is getting outside and getting 15 to 30 minutes of exercise a day. And the other is incorporating healthy foods within the meals that we eat as a family. I think both of those things are things that I make an effort to show and model for my kids so that they in turn can incorporate it into their own lifestyle. From the exercise standpoint, this is particularly important for me to model that for my nine-year-old son. Like a lot of nine-year-old boys, he loves to play video games and to play computer games. And that means he's sitting in front of the computer for a long period of time. So for him, I really want to make the effort to model that, hey, mom's going on a quick jog or we're going to go outside for a walk so that he sees how important that is to be part of our daily lifestyle. And as far as healthy foods and incorporating that into our family life, my two, four and seven-year-old like to be around me in the kitchen when I'm preparing dinner. I try to assign them age-appropriate tasks now to help me with the meal, whether that's for my four-year-old peeling the grapes off the stems and putting them in the colander so we can wash it, or for my seven-year-old who can now use a knife, she can help cut the veggies and prepare whatever food we're making for that day. And I think bringing them into the experience of cooking and making the effort to incorporate fruits and vegetables and lean proteins into the meal is really important for them. So what are some things that we do slash you do to take care of our children, but then we often forget to do it ourselves? I love this question. Going back to healthy eating, what I find myself doing is pouring so much energy into preparing the meals. And then during the meal, pouring so much energy to make sure they eat the food, whether that's chasing my two-year-old around the dinner table and feeding him the food or negotiating with my older kids. So by the end of the meal, I'm just physically and emotionally drained from the whole experience. And so what I realize is that so often I forget to prepare my own plate because I'm so tired by the end of preparing the meal. I 
just end up eating my kids' leftovers. I realized for myself, I focus so much on my kids to make sure they're okay with that. At the end of the day, I oftentimes forget to eat a healthy meal. So I think the same is true when it comes to health and wellness visits and vaccines. I am so good at making sure that my kids are scheduled for their annual checkups. Make sure that they're on their vaccine schedule because I want to make sure they go to camp and school and daycare and all that stuff. But when it comes to me, I don't know if I remember the last time I scheduled my own health and wellness visit. And I don't know the last time I sat myself down and was like, okay, where am I with my vaccine schedule? Am I caught up the way that I should be? So this question also reminds me, and I think it's interesting to share that beginning in 1991, hepatitis B vaccine became the standard of care for infants, making it the first shot your baby likely received before leaving the hospital. However, if you were born before 1991, you're likely unprotected. I bring this up to share that I know that my kids are vaccinated because they were born after 1991. But those of us moms like myself who were born before 1991, we were likely not vaccinated. And we know how critical vaccines can be to prevent disease. As a pharmacist and as a mom, when I start talking about hepatitis B awareness with my mom friends and my colleagues, so often we talk about, well, my kids are vaccinated, but we forget again to ask ourselves, are we vaccinated? That's why it's so critical for us to get caught up with our kids on our vaccination status. Here at Momtourage, we know that vaccines are a hot topic, but here in this space, we believe in medicine. So can you give us the rundown of the vaccines that we should be getting to quote unquote catch up? Absolutely. Prior to this year, the CDC recommended four adult vaccines, and that is flu, pneumonia, Tdap, and shingles. And as of February of this year, they added a fifth recommended adult vaccine, and that is for hepatitis B for adults ages 19 to 59. Those of us who are 60 and older with risk factors, CDC recommends that you get the vaccine as well, as well as if you're 60 and older without risk factors. They say, yep, go ahead and get it. So as you may know, hepatitis B is a highly infectious virus. In fact, it's 100 times more infectious than HIV. Since most people with hepatitis B are oftentimes unaware of their infection, the virus can unknowingly spread to others. And because there's no cure for hepatitis B, prevention with vaccination is essential. And so going back to what we were talking about in the last question, beginning in 1991, your baby was likely protected against hepatitis B because it was the standard of care for infants. But those of us who were born before 1991, when it wasn't the standard of care, you're likely unprotected. That's why the CDC recommendation is so important for adults ages 19 and older. So the great thing is that hepatitis B vaccine is widely available at your local pharmacy. Now you can get your hepatitis B just down the road. And so to find out where you can get it yourself, you can go to www.hepbcatchup.com. And while most adult hepatitis B vaccines are at least three doses over six months, there is one that's only two doses in one month. So this information has been incredibly helpful, Bonnie, and very important information from the CDC regarding the importance of getting caught up on our adult vaccinations, especially when it comes to hepatitis B. Can you tell us a little bit more about Heplisav B and how we can get caught up in just one month? So Heplisav B or hepatitis B vaccine recombinant adjuvant is the only hepatitis B vaccine that protects adults ages 18 and older from infection with just two doses in one month. And it's conveniently available at your local pharmacy. As I mentioned, other adult hepatitis B vaccines require at least three doses over six months, which you can see how that makes series completion a challenge. And so as a pharmacist, I know firsthand that it's essential to get all the shots in the series to be fully protected, which is why I think that the two-dose Heplisab B is a convenient option for busy moms. And as moms, like 
like I mentioned, we may have missed that 1991 cutoff. So that's why it's important that we get caught up with our kids and give ourselves the same protection that we provided to them. And asking your pharmacist how you can get vaccinated with Hepcocet B is the perfect way for us to keep ourselves healthy as well as get caught up with our kids. We ask all of our moms this. It fits perfectly with what we've been talking about. What is the number one thing that you think every mom should outsource if she has the means to? With four kids for me, I find myself doing three things. Meals, laundry, and chauffeuring children. If I could get help on all those three things, or maybe even just one, my life would be that much easier. True Virgo. I wouldn't be able to trust anyone to do the laundry, but I want someone to put the laundry away. Fold it accordingly and put it away. That's my goal. Well, it has been truly a pleasure to have you on the show today. Thank you so much for joining the Momtourage. Can you please plug yourself, tell the people where they can find more information about Heplisav B? Just give it to us. Thank you again for having me on the show today. It was so fun to have the opportunity to talk about my experience as a pharmacist, as a mom, my work in the pharmacist moms group, as well as founder of clinician leader, and of course, as a spokesperson for Heplisav B. I know we covered a lot of ground in a short period of time. So if you're interested in learning more about how you can get caught up with your hepatitis B vaccine status, you can go to www.hepbcatchup.com. Please continue listening for the indication and important safety information for Heplosav B. Heplosav B is indicated for the prevention of infection caused by the hepatitis B virus in adults 18 years of age and older. If you have a history of severe allergic reaction after a previous dose of any hepatitis B vaccine or to any ingredient in Heplosav B, including yeast, do not take Heplosav B. Heplosav B must be given by a medical professional who will monitor you afterwards to check for allergic reaction. If you are immunocompromised or receiving immunosuppressant therapy, you may have less of an immune response to Heplosav B. Some people have hepatitis B infection without being aware of it or showing any symptoms. If you already have hepatitis B present in your body, Heplosav B may not prevent hepatitis B infection. The most common side effects reported by patients within seven days of vaccination with Heplosav B were pain at the site of injection, tiredness, and headache. Please see full prescribing information. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. me, friend. What are you sick of? Harry Styles. Oh. I wasn't really that into him ever. I know. I'm the one that's really into him. He's just so pretty. I don't care. I think he's not a good person, which happens a lot with child stars, especially attractive, very famous ones. His entire thing is just about getting more recognition and more money. I don't care if he's wearing a wig. I don't care if he's with her or not. I just don't. There's speculation because Jason Sudeikis and Olivia Wilde were at the same, I want to say like Kendrick Lamar concert, but don't hold me to whose actual concert it was. The news speculation is this is all PR, which, duh, of course it was all PR. I think that's just what he's all about. We all know how he is down to be a PR thing, like the Taylor Swift gate, one of them taking a walk and the scarf and whatever. And I'm not saying it's not a smart thing to do if you're in Hollywood. I'm just tired of him. He's saturated my brain too much. And I only like two of his songs. 
songs. I don't think he's that talented. Harry Styles makes me feral. Too young. Not into it. He's still in his 20s. I thought he was like 30. No, he's not aging well. No, he is not. I am sick of wife guys. I'll give you a quick rundown. Try Guys are these four guys. They started at BuzzFeed, apparently, and they try things. Spicy food, Halloween costumes. I don't really know the Try Guys. I was actually introduced to them by Carrie. Shocking. Because it seems like if someone's going to know the Try Guys, it's probably me, but it's you. I find them funny. And my sister recently told me I find nothing funny. I said, I find myself funny. And she goes, you would say that. Honestly, you would. <laughs> apparently, this one guy was very John Mulaney-ish in that he made his whole personality, loving his wife, thinking she's the best. Hey, I'm the guy that loved my wife. And then turns out he's been cheating on his wife for about a year now. People are lumping Adam Levine in, and I'm like, all it takes is one look to look at Adam Levine and realize that that guy is not a wife guy. We can't have the hot guys and feel like they're going to be faithful to their wives. We can't have the tattooed guys. Now we can't even have the guys that actually make their whole thing that they're about their wives. It's a lot. I'm over it. Same girl. Because I think I have a nice husband, and I think he's kind of a wife guy, and that scares me a little now. Here's the thing. I think anyone that tries too hard to make that their thing. Or make anything their thing. It's bad. If you have to shout from the rooftop something, it probably means that it's actually not what you're saying. 100%. Yes. And I don't think Matt is shouting from the rooftops. He won't even post on Instagram. He just is a wife guy without being like, my wife, let me just tell you about her. I'm like so devoted. For a long time, I tried to get him to get my name tattooed on him. Oh God, why Ashley? I don't know. Listen, he didn't do it. Anyway, what else are you sick of? Okay, controversial. Taylor Swift. I think she's very talented. The fact that she writes her own music, she collaborates with people. She's had three albums in the past year and a half. Yes. She writes her own stuff in this day and age that is rare. This day and age, it's rare to even sing your own music. I think she has some bangers that are nonstop when they go on. I'm like, yes. Shake It Off is a great song. But the Easter eggs, planning for years in advance, the thing about the houses and the midnight and now we have the blue and then we have red and then all of the homosexual references and bisexual references and then riding the line and then perfectly teasing people one way or another. Just be who you are. It's queer baiting in the same way that Harry Styles, it's this whole thing of, well, I might be wink, wink. I think it's offensive to the queer community. 100%, I agree with you. It's not a PR tactic. We shouldn't use sexuality as a bargaining chip. Agreed. All your fans are going to love you regardless either way because those Swifties are hardcore. They're diehard. They don't care. And they also already know. We all know. Right. I find queer baiting so offensive. We're not in the early 2000s. Just come out. Or don't. Or don't. But then don't use it as like PR material. You've got enough PR material. We're good. Exactly. I'm going to top your controversy. Ooh. You ready? I don't know if I'm ready. At this point, if Britney isn't free, she's on her own. I'm not done with Britney. It seems like wild speculation. It seems like people are addicted to this concept of everything with Britney. We have all banded together. We have held hands and sang kumbaya around the circle, around Britney Spears, championed her, helped her get her voice back in a scary situation. I am not against Britney in any way. I love Britney. I'm so glad everything that happened happened because what happened to her is truly horrible. However, now, if she is not free, if Sam, her husband, is part of the machine, if she isn't free, baby girl, you on your own. You need to do something because we're all suffering here, struggling on the struggle bus that is 2022 and life in it. You have the voice. Help yourself 
but I'm out. I've thrown in the towel. I hope everything that she gets is truly what is best for her. I wish nothing but the best for her. I am out. She will never be free because she's a prisoner of her own mind. Fine. Sure. (laughs) Whatever. However you want to take it. She's seen too much. I believe all of that, but you know what? It's time to hunker down and get a good psychiatrist and a good psychologist and go on some good meds. Let's get her in with Fran. None of us regular people who don't have millions upon millions of people championing us to defeat whatever is happening. We have done our part. I hope that she truly is free and let's all move on. Stop with the conspiracy theories. Figure it out. Now go live your life. Go do it. Oof. I'm mic dropping. Mic drop. Are you ready for this, Ashley? I don't know if you are. I'm over nail trends. That's shocking coming from you. I'm not saying I'm over nails, but I'm over nail trends. Okay. I'm moving towards a independent woman eccentric stage of my life where I want a fashion style that's evergreen to me. I don't care what the trend is. It's the Jennifer Aniston portion of my life. Not looking like Jennifer Aniston because I don't particularly like her style. I've been thinking of you because I've been rewatching Jersey Shore, the original. That's an honor. I'm in the Italy season, season four, which is by far the best season. Snooki's nails are long and almost like paddles at the end. That's the duck nail. And then on top of it, they're like a French manicure, but with hot pink leopard print. It is such a tragedy what her nails go through in this season. It's offensive. If I could outlaw nail shapes, that would be the one. I am over Patreon and Vimeo. (laughs) We have a Patreon now. Please join our Patreon. It's going to be fun. However, I'm over technology systems that make my head hurt. And I don't know if this is an age thing or I have maybe a sensory processing disorder. Maybe, maybe not. I hope to reveal it to myself soon. But some of these platforms that are supposed to be user-friendly, they are not user-friendly to me at all. Vimeo and Patreon, it's hurting my head constantly. And I have to call Ashley to handhold me when I'm supposed to be taking care of it myself. I'm over them. Also, please join our Patreon. And if you want to get yoga from me, I'm on Vimeo. Thank you. I'm over celebrity skincare brands. Oh, yes. Come on, Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt, you don't even have good skin. You always have had bad skin. I do not want to pay that much money to have your skin. No. Kim Kardashian, I don't believe for a second you even use your own skincare. I don't even think that's your own skin anymore. It's not. Whose skin is that? If I were a celebrity, I would not launch a makeup line or a skincare line or a tequila line. Mm-mm. Find something new. Get creative. Make an app. Do anything. There's so many things. Now, this has taken me a lot to get to this point. Mm. I'm over the Kardashians. I will see you being over the Kardashians and raise you. Julia Fox is my favorite part to come out of all of it. Just looking at her angers me. I'm sorry, Julia Fox. I'm going to judge for a second. She just seems so sloppy to me. I get a lot of impressions. Sloppy is not one of them. She's a sloppy dresser. Her makeup's sloppy. She's like an unmade bed. It reminds me of in college when I would think it would be a perfect fine thing to drink on a Thursday, sleep two hours, not brush my teeth or wash my face, and then get up and go to class. Yes. And carry Pepto-Bismol in my backpack <laughs> to swig. And then the look of me and the smell of me, when I look at her, I'm like, money can't buy you class, as we have learned from the Contessa. She does look like she smells like next day cigarettes and alcohol, for sure. When you stay at the bar too long, and then they have that cleaning product that they're using, and then it clings onto you. I know because I've been there. 
We all have, my friend. The Kardashians. I just don't care if Kim got her implants out or that she's too skinny or not too skinny or that no. she broke Marilyn Monroe's dress or Balenciaga is sponsoring her divorce. I'm not over Kanye, though, weirdly. I'm over him, but I'm not over his antics. But yeah. the Kardashians in general, I don't care that Chloe had yet another baby with a man who's unavailable to her. Well, you need to watch the first episode of season two of the new Kardashian show to address that. She didn't know he was cheating on her, although he had already cheated on her in the past. The Kardashians are framing it as, because we know they are executive producers, they have final say, they can frame this however they want. No one in the family knew that she had a second child on the way, because she's not carrying the child. The thing is, you can't believe anything with them anymore. I just don't care about her and her haunted mansion hands. I just can't. I'm over trying to lose weight. Oh, I'm over that too. I'm over the period I'm starting today. I'm over trying to look younger. I just want to look good for my age. Yeah. I'm over having bad dreams that my husband cheats on me. I'm over having dreams that I wake up more tired than when I went to sleep. That's terrible. I'm over the fact that they haven't come up with a better way to floss your teeth. Water picks are pretty good. It's so labor intensive. And it always gets all over your face. I'm over the sticks that are bad for the environment, the single use. Quip that makes that vibrating toothbrush. They make a reusable pick thing. And I've heard the pick part is great, but the floss that comes with it is terrible. So you have to use a different kind of floss. Just a tip I've been considering. Specifically, I'm over the fact that we haven't come up with a better way to do this. Well, that's how I feel about cleaning reusable straws. I'm here trying to save the turtles, everybody. Why haven't we come up with a better way on how to clean these damn straws? It's the bane of my existence. Honestly, I'm over washing reusable water bottles, too. Yeah, me too. Love my reusable water bottles. Hate washing them. What I'm really over? Gen Z fashion. I cannot even stumble upon it. I blocked that one chick on TikTok who I've sent you before where I'm like, what is wrong with her? The one that has like colored eyebrows? Yes. She wears like fruit roll-up jewelry and stuff. All these Gen Z TikTok influencers. I feel like the challenge is how terrible can I look? I saw a girl clip an iPod mini into her hair as a hair clip. What an innovator. Oh, also I'm over white eyebrows. People who are bleaching their eyebrows or coloring them any color. You look insane. I saw walking down the street the other day, a teenager wearing, are you ready? Both a black velvet necklace with a cameo and one of the stretchy necklaces. Then she had on biker shorts. Short or long? Long, like Princess Diana length. She had on two pairs of scrunch socks. Mixed and matched on either side. Two on each foot? Correct. And then you switch the colorway uh-huh. on the other side. She had the Dwayne from A Different World flip glasses. She had on a Cosby sweater and then a members only jacket. Just throw her in jail. Pick a look. You're a haunted baby doll. It was so confusing to me. I was like, I don't know what I'm looking at here. And none of it was weather appropriate. I remember wearing a turban for a period of time, which I still stand behind. I love a turban. You got to really be careful about where you wear that turban. Yes. My mom was like, I literally will not go out with you wearing that. You look so ridiculous. I'm going to take that stance with Sebastian where I'm just going to be like, you express your individuality however you need to. And I support that. But also, I just don't want to be seen with you. And I I have that right as well. <laughs> Nothing to do with sexual orientation, preference, religion, creed, race, anything. Just you look like a cartoon and I just don't want to hang out with you. Hashtag swag bag.
My hashtag swag bag this week is the Glow Recipe Watermelon Glow Niacinamide Dew Drops. Everyone talks about it on TikTok. My mom finally bought it. I tried it and then I fell so in love. I bought it. It's like $34. People are using it as makeup. I wash my face, tone, then put this on, then eye cream, then face cream. I have seen such a change in my skin with this stuff. Well, now I got to add it to my Sephora cart. I'm going to do a second one real quick. The Glow Recipe Guava Vitamin C Bright Eye Gel Cream because my esthetician gave me a bottle of the Sunday Riley eye cream that both depuffs and takes away under eye circles, but it's like $62. I've been like, ooh, I don't want to buy another bottle. It's really pricey. This is just as good for less than half the price. They are both so hydrating. They both feel like cool gel, and I just feel like I have been liking the way I look with them. I strongly suggest it. All right, mine is bougie. The Alexa Mill jumpsuit. What color did you get? I got two. I got one from eBay that was cheaper, and I got one full price. I want the navy. I got the blue that's not navy, because navy doesn't look good on me. It's somewhere between a navy and a cobalt. And I got the army green. Cute. How much did you pay on eBay? I paid $82 on eBay. Full price is like $165 or something? Yeah, but here's the thing. I stand by a jumpsuit. I have been obsessed with one-piece looks since the beginning of time. And I have a bunch of cheap versions of jumpsuits. They look good, but there's always something off. Right. On the lesser expensive ones that I've had, you can wear it with chucks. You can wear it with heeled boots and a layered rocker necklace. You can make it French with a neck scarf. It's perfect one-stop shopping packing. Couldn't agree with you more on anything in the world. Jumpsuits are the most incredible, dynamic, best thing ever created. You can belt it. You cannot belt it. You can wear a t-shirt underneath it. My friend, who's a very cold all the time kind of person, she puts a cute sweater or sweatshirt under underneath. A turtleneck looks really cute under them. You can't go wrong. I do recommend sizing up in that jumpsuit. I bought a medium and a large. Lengthwise, you can roll them and cuff them, and I usually do regardless. The width just gives you a different look. The large is much more cool kid version, and the medium is more fitted. I just bought one from Pistola. I love Pistola. I would dare say it's the same feel as the Alex Milt, but cut a little more feminine from what I can tell on the models. I brought it to Nashville. I wore it with boots one time. I wore it with sneakers another time. I wore it with gold strappy heels. And it was a different look each time. I love it. We have similar tastes, but with flares that are different. And I just want to say happy anniversary to my boo, my baby daddy, Lee. It's been seven years. I have never made it past two years with anybody. I have had two years break up, get back together, but I've never really made it past two years. And I have definite commitment issues. We know this. Fran has helped me through this. And I just want to say, Lee, we fight like crazy because we are too much alike. Happy anniversary. Seven years is a big deal for me. Maybe even a bigger deal than having a baby with you, which might seem weird. Thanks for going on this weird and wacky journey. And I don't think I could do it with anyone else because no one else would stand out to me like you do. So... Thank you, boo. Happy anniversary. Well, happy anniversary, guys. Bye, guys. Have a great week and stay safe. Okay, that's our show today, folks. Thank you so much for giving us a listen. Please do not forget to rate, review, and subscribe or follow. We are out here on our own, and these things really, really matter. We want to hear from you. Tell us what you want to hear. Email us at hello at momtouragepodcast.com. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok, all at Podcast to hang out with us all week long. We are here for you. You are not alone. We got you. 
So go ahead, girl. Know this posse is behind you and go slay. Momtourage is a Cafe Mom podcast written and produced by Ashley Heron-Smith and Carrie Sotero. Recorded and mixed by Lee Mars. Our theme song, MILF, is by the band Mama Drama. You can find them on Instagram at Mama Drama Band or MamadramaBand.com. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.